Hey girl, welcome to Christian Girls Pop. My name is Stephanie Bright and I'm the founder of this girls group as well as your host for the podcast. Around here, we are all about purpose, obedience, and prayer. That's what makes us pop. You're guaranteed to laugh, cry, learn, grow, and most importantly, become more like Jesus. We're going to rock this thing out, and we're going to have fun doing it. You ready? Let's go. Hey, girl. Welcome to this episode of Christian Girls Pop. We are in week five of our Bible reading plan and another week another opportunity for us to learn, grow, and become more like Jesus. Now, if you are a faithful listener, this episode may sound a little different for several reasons. One, I'm just getting over being sick, so I sound kind of stuffy. But the second reason is, y'all, I am recording this episode in my car. Like... (laughs) And um, yeah, you know, by any means necessary, we're going to do what we got to do. So what happened was I was sick, so that threw off my recording schedule. And then a life has just been extremely crazy this week. And I'm about to go on a trip. Y'all, my birthday is this week. Woohoo! And so I'm doing a little trip. But I want to be able to make sure I get this podcast done before I take off on the trip. And so, you know, anyways, long story short, that's what we're doing, but we're going to get this done. Okay. So week five. So real quick, before we get into the reading plan, a couple of announcements. One, I am very excited to announce that we are hosting our very first Christian Girls Pop Selah Retreat. Y'all, this is what I've been holding on to for all this time and giving y'all clues and keeping y'all in suspense about. We are hosting a retreat and I want you to come. It is from April 29th to May 1st. Those are the dates. Save the date. April 29th through May 1st. It is in Centerville, Texas. So if you're from, if you're a Texas girl, it's you may know this. So if you're a Texas girl, you may understand this a little better. It's two hours from Houston, two hours from Dallas, two hours from Austin. It's a very central part of Texas, which is why it's called Centerville. So that's the that's the location. Tickets are now on sale. I want you to snag your spot. I want you to I want you to grab your girls, go ahead and sign up and be a part. I want you to get in on this. This is going to be an amazing time of rest, physical rest, spiritual rest, emotional rest, laying down our burdens and encountering the peace of God. Like, y'all, I'm so excited for this and I want you to be there. So you can go to our website. The link is in the podcast notes and you can go ahead and get your ticket today. Once you register, then you will get more information about the event as far as what to bring and you're going to fill out a questionnaire and stuff like that. But I want you to go ahead and get your spot, girl. Tickets will be going fast. I want you to go ahead and be there. April 29th through May 1st. Y'all, I'm so excited. Ah. So that's our first announcement. Second, if you have not joined CG Pop Bible Crew, girl, you are missing out. We had our first meeting last Thursday and it was so great. It was a great time for girls to be able to be in a space of community, to be able to dig deep in the word of God and ask the hard questions and wrestle with the word of God and to just really be with other girls who have the same desire as you, which is to know, grow and just really understand what God has in his word. So if you have not joined, it is not too late. You can still join. I want you to be a part. That link is also in our show notes as well. And you can sign up today, $5 a month, $5 y'all. That's like a coffee cup. And then boom, you got all my notes for the entire year. You get 20% off any merch products that you buy. 
you get to join the live Zooms that are held every month and so much more. So make sure you go and check that out. Last but not least, if you have not signed up for our newsletter, once again, the link is in the show notes. Everything is in the show notes, y'all. All of it. It's all in there together. Sign up for our newsletter. It goes to your email. Every Monday, a new newsletter is released. This allows you to know what's going on, keep up to date, and so that you are never missing out on what we got going on, girl. So those are all of my announcements. Before we get into this episode, let's pray. Jesus, thank you for another opportunity to teach your word. Lord, I pray that as we listen, I pray that for all those that are listening, I pray that they understand, apply it to their lives, and really just have that desire for your word to want to meditate on what you have in in scripture and be able to hide it in our hearts so that we can apply it so that we can live it out in our daily lives. Thank you so much for all that you're doing in our lives. Bless this time in Jesus name. Amen. So for week five of the reading plan, day 30, which is Sunday, the reading is Exodus chapter two and three and Matthew chapter 24. So y'all, we are once again starting a new book. Look how far we've already come in the word of God just in a couple weeks. So we are reading Exodus, which is the second book of the Old Testament. It's the second book of what is called the Pentateuch, which is the first five books of the Old Testament. And the actual word Exodus means to come out of, to like, um, to be delivered, redemption. And so You will see that theme over and over again through the scriptures as we read about what happens in this Exodus. The long story short, God is ready to do. God wants to take the Israelites, which were remember going back to Genesis, those 12 tribes that we talked about, those make up all of the Israelites. They are now in Egypt and Remember, they all moved to Egypt, Jacob and all the family, everybody, they all moved to Egypt, everything was going well. But now we will read in Exodus that in Exodus 1, you see that they have gone into slavery and they are being oppressed. God wants to deliver them out of that. And that is what you will see in Exodus. And God raises up Moses to be the one to to lead them to freedom. So, you know, no pressure, but that's a really big deal for Moses. And, you know, Moses was not... um, he was not with it at first when God first gave him the call, which I'm kind of skipping ahead, but that's basically what we're going to be reading about this week. Moses was called by God and he was like, nah, fam, I am not doing that. It, you sh- you got to pick somebody else. And God was like, nah, dude, I picked you. So, you know, that's how we are sometimes too. God tells us to do something and we think everybody else should be doing it besides us. Anyways, so that's what we're reading about in Exodus. And so in Exodus chapter two, Moses is born. Moses kills an Egyptian. I mean, he just already messing up, you know, he runs away after he finds out that his murder secret is out and he ends up meeting Zipporah, which ends up being his wife, his boo thing. And so, um, some notes there to remember, if you look at Exodus chapter two, verse 24, it's really important for us to see there that God remembers his promise. And, and so it's important for us to remember that because sometimes we get so caught up in everything that's going on and we really forget that God does remember his promises to us. So that's something to note for Exodus chapter two, verse 24. In Exodus chapter three, we read about Moses and the burning bush. This is one of those big famous Sunday school stories that you may have heard about. God speaks to Moses through a burning bush. This will let you know that God will use anything he can to get our attention. And so 
God speaks to Moses through the burning bush and then God sends Moses to Egypt. And so a couple things to note there. If you look at the entire chapter three of Exodus is really understanding that God will get our attention. He calls us and then he gives us instruction. He calls us to him. He beckons us to him. He wants us to realize, hey, it's me talking to you. And then he gives us instruction on what to do next. And specifically in verse um, seven of chapter three, it's very important for us to know too that God listens to our prayers. So he's not just a God that gives instruction or gives command, but he also remembers his promise and he listens when we pray. So praise God for that, right? And then skipping over to Matthew, Matthew chapter 24, that's the reading for the day. And we read of the beginning of what is called the Mount Olivet discourse so this is when jesus was talking to the disciples on this mount and he preaches on the end times the second coming and he's using the parables a couple things to note here from chapter 24 verse 4 all the way through matthew chapter 25 verse 46 that's all known as the olivet discourse or the mount olivet discourse it's all of jesus it's one big sermon that he's preaching on and it's actually in response if you skip back up to matthew chapter 24 verse 3 his sermon is in response to those questions that were asked in Matthew chapter 24, verse 3. So that's it for day 30. On Monday, day 31, the reading is Exodus chapter 4 and Matthew chapter 25. And so in Exodus chapter 4, we read about Moses really seeing God's power. He God is showing him like, look, I can do all kind of cool stuff through you if you will allow me to. Moses still makes excuses and he's really just he's saying whatever comes to mind to try to get out of it he's like oh no not me I did this I did that I can't talk I you know like he's all over the place and I get it I I get it Moses because I really be I, I've been there before where I'm like no nah, God you should find somebody else he's like I found you so how about that um, so Moses makes excuses to why he shouldn't be the one to go and then he um, goes and meets the Israelites as well as Aaron Something really cool that I noted while I was reading is that in Exodus chapter 4, verse 27, Aaron went to meet um, to meet Moses, and he didn't even know why. And I think that's just a cool moment of faith. When God tells you to do something, you don't know why you're going, how you're going to get there, what we're doing, and when you get there, but you just go, that's a word for somebody. If you just go and do what you got to do, God will meet you there. In Matthew chapter 25, it's continuing on with this Mount Olivet discourse. And Jesus preaches on the parable of the ten virgins and then the parable of the talents. Once again, still just trying to bring his point home. For day 32, which is Tuesday, the reading is Exodus chapter 5, Matthew chapter 26, and Psalm chapter 41. So y'all, I feel like this reading is a little lengthy today, but it's all good, 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 good stuff. So make sure you check that out. In Exodus chapter 5, Moses and Aaron go to meet Pharaoh, and Pharaoh declines his request to free the Israelites. So Moses is like, all right, cool, I'm going to go up there, tell him to let my people go, and he's going to just let them go. And Pharaoh was like, no, bro, no. And Pharaoh says, y'all must not have enough work for y'all to do, because y'all y'all think y'all got to leave. Y'all need to go give up sacrifices. Y'all need to go on. Clearly, I need to give y'all more work. So now what Moses just went and did it almost like backfired on the people, which is crazy because Moses was being obedient to God. So imagine how Moses felt. He goes and he's finally like, all right, I'm gonna say yes to you. I'm gonna go tell this man to let my people go and boom, we're gonna be out of here. And then he shows up and now it's it's like, now they got more work to do. It's kind of like when you go and try to ask your mom, for something and now you're you and your siblings are all punished because y'all shouldn't have, why did you come up here and ask me when you know your room wasn't clean now that i see that your room's not clean have you cleaned the rest of the house now now all y'all stuck in the house all day cleaning that's what basically just happened with moses and so now moses like yo like i was being obedient and i ended up 
in this like I just made things worse so now Moses is questioning like why did God send me like why did what's the point of this I feel like Moses thought that God would harden okay so here's the thing God told Moses I'm gonna harden his heart but I'm gonna let the people go here's the thing though God didn't give him details he didn't let him know that then it was gonna take 10 times spoiler alert I'm kind of reading ahead but he didn't know that God, it was going to take 10 times before Pharaoh let this people go. God didn't mention all of that. You know, God don't give us all the details because if God had given Moses all the details, he would not have done this like at all. <laughs> Moses would have been like, you have got to be kidding me. You're going to have to find somebody else. But God didn't give him all the details. And honestly, I'm glad that God does not give us all the details because sometimes we don't need to know it all. Once we know it all and we know more about it, it just gets worse. So it, it just gets harder to walk in obedience. So sometimes God keeps us in the unknown. He keeps us in the gray for a reason. Or he keeps us in the dark for a reason. So I felt like when Moses heard that God would harden his heart, he probably was like, okay, he's going to do it for like 20 seconds. And then he's going to be like, okay, cool. But M Moses was kind of like, wait, why? Are, what's happening? And so we need to ask ourselves too, like, what would our response be? When things don't go as planned, what's our response in those hard times? How do we respond to God? How do we respond when we step out on faith? And it doesn't go just like we thought. Those are things to consider. So that was Exodus chapter 5. For Matthew chapter 26, it's a long reading and there's so much that happens in this chapter, y'all. That's why they have it all together in one long reading. Because there's so much that happened. All of this stuff is leading up to the crucifixion. So a couple of things that happen, the leaders plot to kill Jesus. Judas agrees to betray Jesus. Jesus has the Passover with his disciples. The Lord's Supper takes place, which is what we know as communion. There is the prediction of Peter's denial. Basically, Jesus telling Peter, hey, you're going to deny me. Jesus goes and prays in the Garden of Gethsemane. Judas goes ahead and betrays Christ. Jesus is arrested. And then Peter denies Jesus. All this happens in one chapter, y'all. It's crazy. It's This is literally like... The passion of Christ all right here in this chapter like so good so even if it's long even if you got to break it up and read a little bit in the morning read a little bit at night make sure you read this not that anything doesn't need to be read in the Bible but this is like the key foundational stuff that happened in part of like the story of the gospel so make sure you check that out and so in Matthew chapters 26 verse 2 what Jesus was doing was remind them like hey y'all I gotta go I'm gonna be dying soon just want to let y'all know like crucifixion is coming and then, um, like I said, in Matthew, uh, the Lord's Supper takes place in Matthew chapter 26, verse 26 through 30. And the Lord's Supper is what we know and do as communion within our church now. And in Matthew chapter 26, verse 53 and 54, I think these verses of scripture are very, very important. It really shows the divinity of Jesus. That means that it shows that as even though he was here in a flesh form, he still was God. And it really shows of like how he restrained himself from basically operating in his divinity in his quote-unquote god powers he did not act on those because he needed to fulfill the scriptures that said that this would happen and so it's just a really cool moment to really understand when you see how deep it really is and then in psalm chapter 41 this is um david's prayer while he was in sickness and so a couple of things to note here there is some congruency in scripture so in psalm 41 which i just talked about is david's prayer in sickness it's very similar to when jesus was praying in the garden of gethsemane in matthew chapter 26 verse 36 through 46 and so you can see some similarities there also specifically in in psalm chapter 41 verse 9 it's talking about denial and betrayal 
and enemies and this is very similar to what takes place with Peter denying Jesus and Judas betraying Jesus so it's just really cool to see how they all all the scriptures tie together for day 33 we have reading of Exodus chapter 6 and Matthew chapter 27 and in Exodus chapter 6 we see of God's promises to deliver Israel and then we also see Aaron and Moses's genealogy so y'all very important to remember this remember to always read through the names of a genealogy I know you don't know how to pronounce them all I know it may seem like why do we care why should we need to do this but remember God cares for every single generation and we should honor every single name that's there think about it if it was your own family tree you would want your name there you would want to be honored and it's always just a good reminder that God cares so much for every single generation and a couple things to note about Exodus chapter 6. In chapter 6 verse 8, God remembers his promise. And in chapter 6 verse 9, something very important that I wanted to point out, it talks about how they didn't want to respond because of their environment of being in slavery. And so it's important for us to realize that our environment can determine how we respond to God and how we respond to God's people. So it's very important that we're looking and assessing in our own lives, what is my environment? How does this make me respond to the pastor to the ministers of the church to the leaders to my youth group leader how does the environment that I'm in or that I was raised in how does that affect my view towards the leaders that God has assigned over my life in Matthew chapter 27 we read of a couple different things Jesus is delivered over to Pilate Judas hangs himself and Jesus is sentenced to death and then we read of his crucifixion death and burial and y'all it's so sad reading this story it's like oh my gosh they really out here crucifying my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ but we know that there's hope because this is not the end this is why we got to keep reading because it gets better in Matthew, a couple things to note in Matthew, in Matthew chapter 27, verse 9 and 10, you can actually refer back to Zechariah chapter 11, verse 12 and 13 to see what the scripture is referring to. Check this out too, y'all. In Matthew chapter 27, verse 23, these are the same people, the ones that are now ready to crucify him. These were the same people that last week, just a couple of days ago, they were shouting Hosanna when he arrived. Remember reading about Palm Sunday or what we know as Palm Sunday when he arrived on the donkey and they were shouting and praising and they they paved the way for him. Those are the same people that are now shouting to crucify him. So it's, it's just, I've heard a lot of sermons preached off of this, but it's very important that you realize that you have to go with what God says. And this is something I just wanted to point out. When God tells you that you have to do something, you're going to have to do it whether there's compliments or criticism, whether there are people that are supporting you or not, because people will turn on you. People will change their minds about how they feel about you. But God doesn't change his mind about how he feels about you or his purpose that he has for your life and so it's very important that we go with what God said Jesus was not phased by them he already knew that they were going to switch up the game basically he knew that they were going to be the ones to be crucifying him and so he wasn't phased by it did it affect him yeah you know he was human and he, you know it does hurt to have somebody yell like crucify you crucify you but he knew that he still had to do what God the father had told and instructed him to do and that was day 33's reading. For day 34, we read Exodus chapter 7 and 8, Matthew chapter 28, and Psalm chapter 67. So day 34 is February 3rd. And in Exodus chapter 7, we read of 
Pharaoh having a hardened heart. And now we're going to read of the plagues. So um, the first plague that we read of is of the river turning into blood. And then in chapter eight, we read of second through fourth plague. So we read of all the frogs. Pharaoh gets a hardened heart again. We read of the gnats. Same thing. Pharaoh gets a hard heart. And then the flies. Y'all, they were going through it. We, we, we can read ahead and kind of know the end result, right? We know what ends up happening. But imagine like not knowing what's going to happen and just waking up and there's frogs everywhere and now there's gnats and now there's flies like that sounds awful awful and so these plagues are something that you may have also heard about in Sunday school it's the 10 plagues that took a place so spoiler alert there's 10 of these bad boys but we read about the first four today and what's really cool if you look in math in Exodus chapter 8 verse 22 God protects his people he didn't even let it happen to them like that's so cool and it's such a reminder to us. Remember, we're talking about how he's a protector. God protects his people. He looks out for his own. Like he's he's real. He's a real he's a real God. Like he's really out here making sure that we are okay. And the same way that he protects them then from the plagues, he protects us now from sicknesses, from diseases. Not saying that we won't ever get sick or that we won't have diseases, but there are times when God protects us. He protects us from car accidents. He protects us from so much that maybe we don't even know that he's actually protected us from. In Matthew chapter 28, we read of Jesus' resurrection. Y'all, I told y'all there was hope. There is hope, hope, hope. Our Savior is not dead. He is alive and risen. And this is this is all part of the gospel. These scriptures right here, the ones that we're reading this week, are crucial for us to know, are crucial for us to read, because this really explains why we believe what we believe and explains what we believe we believe that jesus did die for our sins but he did not stay dead he resurrected and this is an amazing passage of scripture and it ends with jesus giving the great commission and that great commission is for us it's not just for the disciples that he was speaking to it's for everyone we are his disciples now so that applies to us the great commission to go into all the world, making disciples, baptizing. That is a commandment that we have from the Lord that we have to live out in our lives. So that is what's known as the Great Commission. And I think something really cool to see in just both scriptures is that God will really do whatever it takes for his people and he sticks to his word. Like he will do whatever is necessary to make sure that his word does not return void and that his people are taken care of. And that's an amazing thing to know about our God. That should give us hope. That should really allow us to cling to his promises even more so that we're not just reading words because that's lame. If we're just reading words just to read words, you can pick up any book, but there's something special about reading the word of God Knowing what you're reading is true and really living that out in your life. And then, y'all, we finished Matthew. You have finished another book. Like, I'm so proud of you. Stick with this plan. This is going to be an amazing experience for you. So proud you have finished another book. And then for Psalm chapter 67, it is a psalm of praise. It is a beautiful psalm of praise. Everyone loves a good psalm. It's so poetic. It's beautiful. So make sure you read that as well. For day 35, which is also... Friday, the reading is Exodus chapter 9 and 10 and Psalm chapter 105. For Exodus chapter 9, we read of the 5th, 6th, and 7th plague. So basically, the same thing is happening over and over and over again. Now, it's different types of oppression each time, but same thing. It goes bad. Pharaoh hardens his heart, and then they just repeat. And then Pharaoh says, okay, I'm going to let y'all go. And then he changes his mind. It's the same thing over and over and over again. And so... The fifth plague involves the livestock dying. Sixth plague is boils, y'all. That just just grosses me out thinking about it. Boils everywhere. Like they just woke up and just covered in them. If you want to be grossed out, go to Google and Google boils, picture of boils. 
you're welcome. And um, the seventh plague is hail everywhere. And so this is a big deal because one, like it's not just like your average little hail. These are some big chunks of hail. Also, remember, they're big on agriculture and livestock. If you got hail going everywhere, your agriculture is not going to grow. This is a big deal for them. So that's what we read in Exodus chapter 9. And in Exodus chapter 10, we read of the eighth and the ninth plague. So now they've gone through all this stuff. Pharaoh is still not letting these poor people go. And so the eighth plague involves locusts. So basically like grasshoppers everywhere. And then the ninth plague is darkness everywhere. But yo, the crazy thing about this. So there's darkness everywhere except where the Israelites are. Like once again, remember, I told y'all God takes care of his people. He looks out for his people. Everywhere else was darkness, but where the Israelites were, they still had light. Like, come on, that's a that's a word for somebody. That is a whole word for somebody. So they're still getting this protection. They're still getting this favor. And I want to ask you to think about it in your own life. When has there been a time where everybody else was going through something, everybody else was affected by something, but you had favor from God and it didn't touch you, it didn't affect you, it didn't even harm you at all. I want you to think about that time. If you do have a story, I'd love to hear about it. You can send in any of your stories to christiangirlspop at gmail.com. But I want to hear about that. And even if you don't share it with me, just remind yourself of what God has already done and remind yourself God is the same God who took care of the Israelites and he will take care of you as well. He will protect you. So that is Exodus chapter 9 and 10. And then Psalm chapter 105 is directly correlated with what we just read in Exodus. It's basically like going through a summary of what happens in Exodus and it's being reminded of like, man, that's what God did. And that's exactly what I was encouraging you to do. Psalm 105 is a time of remembering and praising what God did. And it's very important that we stop and do that every once in a while. I think we get so caught up in living life. We get so caught up in our day to day and we really forget like, wow, God has done so much in our life. And when we stop and we just take time, take a breath and remember what God has done, it changes the game because you're just, you're in awe of like, wow, he really did this for me. He cares so much for me. So take some time and remember and praise God for what he's done in your life. Last but not least, for Saturday's reading, February 5th, that's day 36, the reading is Exodus chapter 11 and 12 and Psalm chapter 91. In Exodus chapter 11, the 10th and final plague is coming soon. This is an announcement, like it is gonna come. This is the final plague. And then in chapter 12, we read of the Passover, which involves the 10th plague and Exodus begins. So a couple cool things about what we're reading today from Exodus in um, chapter 12, verse 13, it's what they're having to do with like covering their doorposts with the blood that's shed from a lamb. Maybe some of y'all put that together. Maybe some of you didn't. That's okay if you didn't. That's why I'm here. This Passover is actually a foreshadowing of Jesus's blood that was shed because look, a lamb was sacrificed. They covered the doorpost with it. The angel passed over them and no harm came to them. Let's fast forward to now. Jesus is the lamb of God. His blood was shed on the cross, which we just read in Matthew chapter 27. And now his blood covers our sins so that when we die, we don't have to go to hell and suffer. Y'all get it? Y'all see the parallel? I think it's so cool to be able to see both things right there together. So that's one cool thing about the Passover. And and we read about it. If you go back to Matthew chapter 26, verse 17 through 20, we read of 
Jesus being there to celebrate the Passover with them. That was something that they kept going over and over again. And it was a reminder of what God did with the Israelites. So they would, they would celebrate it. And as a reminder of like, this is what God did with our ancestors. And so something similar along the lines of like what we would do for, um, like women's rights day or, uh, emancipation day, July 4th, things like this, where we remember what happened to our ancestors, same thing going here. And so, like I said, in chapter 12, the 10th plague is the death of the firstborn and Pharaoh's finding like, okay, y'all can go. Only the, only the plague was only affecting the Egyptians. The Israelites were safe once again. And now the Exodus officially begins. Remember, Exodus means coming out. So they are coming out of the oppression, coming out of slavery. It officially begins because Pharaoh finally lets them go. So y'all, so much has happened already just in 12 chapters. Exodus is such an action-packed book, which is really cool. And that is the reading for the week. I hope that you learned. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you grow your own desire to get in the word of God. And you don't have to understand it all, but just begin to apply yourself. Begin to take the notes and read the verses and see what's going on and see the Old Testament and the New Testament. And look up other resources if you have to, whatever it takes for you to get these concepts. My main goal is for you to get in the word of God and get to know God week by week. So thank you guys for joining. I hope that we, we really see that God is a protector. God, God has favor on his people. He looks out for us and he is faithful to his word. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. If you haven't already, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Christian Girls Pop. And you can find us on our website at ChristianGirlsPop.com. If you would like to donate, you can donate via Venmo at Christian Girls Pop, on Cash App at Dollar Sign Christian Girls Pop, or PayPal using the email address cgpopdonate at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. And as always, remember, Jesus already loves you so much. Don't you ever forget that.